0: Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening, and let's fucking do this. Ah! I am so fucking excited, you guys. Seriously. Listen, have you ever heard anybody refer to themselves as a sparkly slut? Nope. Probably not, but that's exactly why I have on the guest that I have on today. This is Trisha, aka Safe Slut. That's how you can find her on Instagram, at Safe Slut. And she is a holistic esthetician, herbalist, reiki practitioner, a makeup artist, a writer, and a sexual health and slut advocate. Seriously, she does so many things. I came across her profile on Instagram and I was like, I have to have this person on my podcast. Like, it just has to happen. Uh, Trisha created Safe Slut, the Instagram account, after her GHSV2 diagnosis to help end shaming towards those with STIs and promote safer sex practices. Along with sex positivity, um, she throws in some witch tips (laughs) for health and reclaiming your power and also helps end the stigma surrounding slut shaming. She makes healing herbal potions, which I'm so excited to talk to her today about Yoni steaming. Um, And she makes them specifically for people with vulvas and STIs. And she also offers that Reiki healing. So I am so (laughs) excited without further ado. Welcome, Trisha. Welcome, Trisha, to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I already told you I'm feeling a little starstruck to have you on today. I uh, love the work that you're, that you're doing and you are spreading so much education for people around herpes and STIs and now this new thing, Yoni Steaming, that we're going to talk about um, largely today. So thanks for coming on.
1: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So how, I, I'm so curious to hear your story. So how did you get in this line of work?
1: Yeah, so I have been, okay, it's like a long story of like, I feel like cause I kind of weave so many things into Safe Slut, but when I was in college, I had really bad acne, um, so that kind of led me into the skincare realm, um, specifically like natural products, just cause I realized going to a dermatologist, like... Kind of like burned my skin off, and just like didn't really feel right. I wasn't really getting to the root of my issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so after college, I went to aesthetic school to be um, to do like facials and stuff. And then during that time, I also went to herbalism school. Um, those were just online classes, so I learned more about like plants, um, whether that's like internal uses or external. And that was like a nice like thing to go like hand in hand with skincare. So, yeah, and just, like, genuinely being interested in healing that. And then as well as I've always had, like, really bad, like, UTIs and, like, yeast infections. Mm -hmm. So very interested in vulva care. So was doing that for a couple of years. Um, And then um, I was always interested in Reiki as well. um, But I never really had the time or the funds to get certified in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's now November 2019. I got diagnosed with genital herpes. Um, so it kind of like shook me to the core. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like dealing with that, I ended up getting, um, attuned in Reiki level one, like two weeks after. Um, and that was really helpful in my healing process. Um, and then a few months after that, I got, um, attuned in Reiki too, so I could do like distance healing and mm-hmm. just kind of like learned a lot more about Reiki. So I was making my own skincare products before I got herpes, specifically like tinctures, um, I was selling young Steams before that as well, um, a few face products, and then a few like um, vulva oils and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then when I got herpes, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I already like know what I can do mm-hmm. to yeah. um, help treat outbreaks and make sure everything's like good on my vulva and whatnot. So then I made Safe Slut. I wasn't sure if I was going to start selling products initially. I kind of wanted to, but I was just like, I genuinely just wanted to make an account to talk to other people who had it. Yeah course feels really lonely when you first get it yeah and you like don't know what to do so once that kind of like took off a little bit I was like you know I should sell my um, goddess oil which is my vulva healing oil and so it kind of went from there Now I sell like other products like PMS blends and sleep tinctures and um, I have a herpes tincture as well and I've been doing yone steaming for years I know it's like pretty controversial Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) but I wanted to share that with everyone on the safe slot as well just as I feel like I also use it as a blend for, like, if someone has an outbreak, they can put it in their bath, or they just want, like, a soothing bath. You can put those herbs in the bath as well. Mm-hmm. Use it in a sits bath, which is what a lot of people do when they have outbreaks. But, yeah, so that's, like, general mm-hmm. gist of the story.
0: Yeah, because I saw it's, like, this little blend, and it comes in this little organza bag, and so... Mm -hmm. yeah I know we're gonna speak um a lot about that and so thanks thank you for sharing your journey and again thank you for creating that account because I know that you've grown it quite largely and like I said I I came across you through who knows how probably a hashtag or something like that and um it's been yeah it's been so beneficial and so educational and you normalize so many things um and I think there are so many more people out there with the same diagnosis that just don't talk about it and don't know where to go so yeah thank you for being a resource and and sharing that
1: yeah thank you yeah I just think it's important because I think a lot of the time with herpes, people are kind of like oh like you'll be fine you'll find someone who will want to date you and I'm my main reason for a safe slut is kind of like cool like I'm aware that like I can date someone it's fine Mm -hmm. but it's more like the casual hookups and like sex like I don't want to give that up yeah I'm 26 like that's not that's yeah yeah (laughs) so just kind of like making sure people know that they can still do it in a safer way and, and all of that. So that's like the big the main thing for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so tell us how how would somebody benefit from using or doing the steaming practice? What what would yeah. what would they see?
1: So there's like a lot when you research it, you'll see there's so many benefits to it. You'll be like fertility, like PMS, endometriosis, blah blah. And I don't like to make claims about that. I mean, with any herbal products, you shouldn't make any claims about it. I don't know if it helps with, like, fertility and stuff like that. I've read that people liked it and used it for that. But there's no, like, medical information about it. And a lot of the medical professionals are, like, not about it. Mm-hmm. But I personally like it. for. I do it about once a month or so. Um, I use it as just, like, a form of meditation mainly. The specific herbs that I chose are good for like it helps with like it can help with sexual trauma which I think is really interesting Mm. um just like the certain herbs and like what their benefits are and whatnot and yeah I like it I've noticed myself for PMS just kind of like getting all like the extra stuff out Mm -hmm. um if that doesn't like shed during the um my period where it gets like you start like spotting and exactly like it helps with that mm. um everyone's also going to react to it differently for herpes it can, it's been said it can be used as a preventative um some people get triggered by steam mm-hmm. for herpes outbreak so those are sort of people I would say don't do it mm-hmm. but yeah various various ways to, to use it yeah.
0: yeah and so how does the steam practice look like what does it look so, like? So
1: <laughs> there's a few ways you can go about it. I do it the very DIY way. I just boil a pot of water, put the herbs in, and let it like simmer for a couple minutes. Then I'll move it to a smaller pot, and I'll just get my yoga mat out and then put the pot on. And then I'll just undress from the waist down, put a blanket over me so that I don't let this I trap the steam in, and then um, I squat over it for like 15 to 20 minutes. I'll kind of do like a child's pose. Mm mainly with like my like butt up a little bit more I mainly just want to be careful that you don't get too close to the steam because mm-hmm. it will obviously burn there's also seats that you can use they're like pretty pricey so I haven't bought one yet um mm-hmm. so I also don't have space for this like giant stool thing in my apartment <laughs> but that's obviously like way more comfortable because honestly after like 15 minutes or so like my body's like very uncomfortable from sitting in that position mm-hmm. so I kind of like move around a little bit but Usually I'll just, like, do that and then, like, either I'll read or just try to meditate, put on something, like, relaxing music, a journal. Um, so it's just, like, a nice, like, ritual to do before bed. I'd like to do it, like, a week or so before my period.
0: Okay. And is that for yeah. a certain reason, doing it before the period?
1: Yeah. I feel like it just – it says it can help with cramping as well. So that's, like, one of my main things. It's I get really bad cramps. So kind of letting it, like, simmer in there for a little bit before, I think, it's like, a, a nice time to do it.
0: hmm Yeah. For sure. And then you said you do it for about 15 to 20 minutes. Is that what's recommended for somebody that's using this?
1: Yeah. Usually, some people have said to do it for a little bit longer, but just because, like, my body can't stay in that position for yeah. that long. I was like, I'll try to do a half hour, but honestly, I think 15 to 20 minutes is, like, is plenty of time.
0: Yeah. And how would somebody know if they were getting too close to the steam?
1: You'll feel how hot it is. Like, it should be enough where you can just, like, feel warm. But, like, if it's just, like, you just feel, like, hot, like, then it's a no. It's kind of more, like, I don't even want to say intuitive. It's just sort of, like, you'll just know. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there's, I've read a lot of people have burned themselves, which I'm just sort of, like, I mean, it was hot. Yeah. Like, just move away from it a little bit. I don't <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah, and that's like I was telling you before I did I did a post on this and I did have a lot of medical professionals that are mm-hmm. they were they were not about it and like I said mm-hmm. coming from that ER background I get it because it does sound like a lot of the mistakes are people doing it at home instead of maybe going going somewhere. I know there's a lots of places that offer this service now. And it is, like mm-hmm. I said, it is something that is definitely being explored more. Um, people have questions about it. And I think just especially with this movement that we have towards women's sexuality in general right now, it's becoming, again, stuff, something that people want information about. Um, yeah. So it, so it to me, like when you're describing it, like I've had facials before. Obviously, you know about that. So like when they're putting the steam on your face, it feels, it would feel similar than if you're, you're steaming right. down there as well
1: exactly because even when I'm when I'm giving someone a facial and like I'll put the steam on them I always ask like if you get like even if it's not too hot some people just get like uncomfortable with it so it's just kind of like your comfort level and also like if you put your hand I've done this many times and you're just kind of like feeling it I get like too close to it and I literally burn my hand so it's just sort of like yeah just like don't mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get too close to it yeah but I do think the other thing about like medical professionals like being like absolutely do not do it Um, It's because there's real no medical information about it so Mm -hmm. it seems yeah no one really knows they've only read like some bad things about it and then like one of Paltrow and like her brand goop or something which is just like kind of a little crazy um, (laughs) kind of gives it a bad name I feel like. Um, And people who just make, like, crazy claims about it because there's no real accurate way to know. Mm -hmm. But it's been been a practice that's been around forever, um, especially from various cultures. Like, I know it's, like, a lot of Asian cultures, Africa, European. So it's just, like, so widespread. And then when modern gynecology came around, they were kind of, like, absolutely not do this anymore. But that's because it was, like, more men becoming doctors as opposed to Mm -hmm. just, like, old herbalists and healers that were kind of telling um people with vulvas that's what they should be doing mm-hmm. so yeah I find that super
0: interesting as well and i wonder too if a little bit of it comes from the fact that we know that our vulvas and vaginas are basically they have this self-cleaning mechanism to mm-hmm. them and so i think sometimes when people would see something like yoni steaming or vaginal steaming they may automatically go to like i did i'm like oh it's for cleansing but it's not right it like, in a way, yes, it's cleansing, but it's like, m- it's more than that. Like, it's.
1: Yeah, I don't. Cons- yeah, I. When I posted about it um, last week, a few people were like, commented and were like, the vagina self cleaning, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, trust me, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> I was like, I think, yeah, people think that it's a cleaning product when when that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people, I, which I mean, it's, it, it makes sense that that was what their first initial reaction would be to it. Because people will say like cleanse the uterus, but I, but in the terms of cleanse, they mean like detoxify, mm-hmm. not necessarily cleanse. Which again, those could be like kind of like buzzwords, and it's yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I was, yeah. I was feeling that same way. I'm like, I don't know if like cleanse is the right word. I detoxify for sure. I I like like because treat
1: even I have um A colleague who was saying that after she gave birth, her doctor was like do do yoni steaming to help like tighten the the muscles again and my sister-in-law her whole family has talked about that they used to do that as well so it's yeah it's hard to say like
0: yeah because what I mean I've had doctors tell me before again yeah you mentioned having like UTIs and stuff I was that person um come to find out when you use ph balance lubes that can help too but (laughs) just had to Mm -hmm. throw that in there but when, yeah, when I would go to the gynecologist or primary care and, like, mentioning that I'm having this pain because I have a UTI or bladder infection, they would tell you to put a warm washcloth there. So, it's, like, what, Mm -hmm. that's still super, that's still similar. You're still providing heat down there, but, again, I'm not going to put, like, a boiling hot washcloth over my vulva, but I'm going to put a warm one there, right? Like, that's going to feel beneficial.
1: Exactly, exactly, and, or just, I think it was just about, like, the steam in general, um, where they're like, oh, it can heart, like harbor bacteria, mm-hmm. which again, like, yeah, I feel like if you're like prone to uh, like steam as like an issue, mm-hmm. that could be a thing. I, I just feel like everybody's different, and I think I just had a hard time with doctors, specifically like skincare wise, and also vaginal issues, mm-hmm. where they just want to prescribe me like crazy medications and stuff, where it just doesn't help or makes it worse, and yeah. it never gets the root of it when like. I'd always prefer to go into the natural route, and, like, if the natural stuff doesn't work, then I'm, like, okay, then let's go do some actual, like, Western medicine, but, I don't know, if I can do it natural, I'd rather, especially if I can do it from home, Mm -hmm. because a lot of, I think, the reason I've always been into, like, natural products as well, and, like, DIY stuff is just because I'm, like, it's inexpensive, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can just do it at home on my own time, you know, it's just easier.
0: Yeah, for sure. I would I would say, yeah, same if it's like if it's inexpensive I can try it and that's gonna save me a lot of doctors visits or insurance claims mm-hmm. and you know, all that bullshit that we go through. You know, why not? Do it do it and do it safely. So yeah, exactly when somebody is doing the steaming process, will they notice like is there any indication that it's quote unquote working during that process or is that more so effects after?
1: I it would definitely be after it can take, everyone's different, so, like, maybe, like, a couple of months or so, I feel like after I do it each time, like, I, I don't know, I feel like last time I did it, I got my period a little bit earlier, and I was like, oh, I wonder if there was just, like, a lot more fluids going on up there that just, like, needed to come out, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, every, everyone's definitely different, with caution, always start small, like, doing it, like, once a month, like, don't overdo it, mm-hmm. but, yeah, initially, you won't really feel anything, but, like, you will feel relaxed, so,
0: yeah, just, like, That's, yeah, nice. a, a warm yeah. vulva. Like, that just sounds so yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: like, um, I've read a lot, too, that, like, when you're done, you should just get, like, right into bed and just, like, stay, like, nice and cuddled. Mm-hmm. Like, just trapping the heat more and, and whatnot, so
0: mm-hmm. it's nice. just nice. Yeah, and then is there any sort of, because you're using herbs and things, are there certain smells that someone would feel? And then I'm thinking, like, peeing afterwards, will they notice anything, like, odor-wise?
1: We all smell a little bit florally after which obviously like I love it's like very like earthy and herbally mm-hmm. um that doesn't stay for that long way it's not meant to stay there as an odor it's just kind of like an after effect of just the steam
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I guess if you pee right after you probably would just get like whiffs of the yeah of the, of the <laughs> herbs <laughs> this is nice. yeah
0: I have flower pee now thank you <laughs> yeah <probably. laughs> So aside from aside from the possibility of burning, would you say that there's any other risks involved with somebody that might be wanting to try this?
1: Yeah. So if you have an IUD, it's a no go. That's like the main contraindication. I've I've known people that still have done it and have been fine, but it's just because it can it can what's it called stimulate um, circulation in the body. Mm-hmm. So that can help, like open things, move things around. So it's not safe for that. If you just had a miscarriage, if you're trying to get pregnant, if you are pregnant, if you're spotting, if you're bleeding, or if you have any, like, active sores, or, like, if you have a yeast infection, UTI, any type of um, infection.
0: Interesting. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Glad I asked that. That was yeah. – that's important.
1: <laughs> yes. So when I um, when I ship um, the product, I have a little card of, like, how to, and then also every contraindication – um, and then I always write a hand note that's like, please be cautious. It's yes. not. Yes. <laughs> Use your judgment. Like,
0: Yeah. And please read the info card that I have included in here because it's yes. very important yeah, for like
1: your please, volta. Like put it on your fridge or something so you always can read it.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Uh awesome so how i'm curious on like the cost of something like this so if you're i know that you sell them now that people can order through your website which we will definitely link in the show notes for them um is this something that is you would say like cost affordable
1: oh yeah definitely um so the one that i send will give you about like three to four uses you can i just use like a heavy pinch or so um i give a little bit more than a cup of the herbs Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean honestly that's the main reason why I was attracted to it. As I said before, it's very inexpensive. And also, I'm like, people can also make their own at home. It's mm-hmm. literally just the blend of herbs. So, if you have access to an herb store or obviously like Amazon or something. Um, so, yeah, really easy. And then you just need a pot. It, so,
0: yeah,
1: very simple.
0: <laughs> pot of water. Oh, I knew I was going to ask something else when, because I thought of this one again when I was re- thinking like making the connection between facial and this. So, when they do the steaming, anyways, for the facials that I've had, they sort of wrap my head in this, like, cloth. They still allow me to breathe, Mm -hmm. but they, like, put, Mm -hmm. you know, essentially, like, a washcloth over your face. Would you recommend, like, let's say if somebody was nervous of burning themselves, could they somehow create, like, a cloth diaper in a way and apply that, or would that not have the same effect for them? Do you mean, like, steam with the cloth over it or put the
1: herbs in the cloth? Um, steam with the cloth over it. Um... I feel like that would be fine, honestly. It might feel kind of uncomfortable, but I think that would be fine. I mean, <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't – I don't think the steam would obviously go through it as much. I think it wouldn't be as strong, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of – I haven't tested it out, so okay. that's something to think about.
0: Yeah, I just – that popped in my mind. I was like, yeah that's, that's,
1: yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I think that's – yeah, totally fine. I mean, also, alternatively, you can just put the herbs in a bath and mm. – do that I feel like that's probably the easiest way. Um, because then you also can do that while you have an outbreak or any infection. Because it's mainly the steam that's going to be um harmful if you have an uh infection, but the bath itself would be fine or sits back. Mm-hmm. I would say that would probably be a best bet.
0: Okay, nice. So, some of that would maybe purchase this, then you have a few different options, or as you said, you give a mm-hmm. few different doses in there. I don't even know if that's the right word, but yeah. um. Yeah. uses is probably better uses. than dose <laughs> yeah that
1: either
0: works <laughs> yeah so if I try steaming for the first time I'm like yeah this is a no-go for me then I can still use the herbs in a bath so that would make me yeah, feel better exactly
1: or people when I post about it there people who were like I would never want to do this blah 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 which I'm like first off I hate when people comment things I'm just like then, then just don't do it yeah
0: and don't comment um, well, like I'm what just, purpose don't. are you serving <laughs> yeah
1: you're just whatever um that's fine but, yeah, I was, like, you can just put it, – it's like, steaming's not for you, put it in your bath. It works just as well. Like, totally fine.
0: I like it. So. Cool. And it smells good.
1: Yeah. And it smells great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. That's so good. anything else that – well, you have, um, you have this product, and is there any other things, like, programs or anything that you offer for people? Not at
1: the moment. Pretty much it's just products right now. I do um, distance Reiki services, though, so that's – that's only the other
0: thing I do. Yes. And how, aside from Instagram, is that the best way for people to find you if they're interested in this?
1: Yes. That or um, if you go to my website, there's uh, somewhere on there, there's like a contact me. So that will go right to the, my email.
0: Awesome. And I, yeah, if you have time, I'd love to hear if somebody was going to do distant Reiki, what would they, what would they get from that?
1: Yeah. So a lot of people think that with distance reiki it's a, a conversation like we're either like on the phone or like facetiming whatever it's completely remote so a, a lot of people get kind of turned off by that because it sounds like very crazy and like very woo-woo mm-hmm. um which i guess kind of is like i don't know but um so basically i would usually need like a photo of the person just to kind of visualize them obviously i need their name a little bit of what they want to work on, if they want to talk about it. If not, that's fine. I can just like feel around, but they don't have to be doing anything specific during the time. I still like to set a time just so they kind of have some sort of like something to think about. And I just think it's nice if people want to like lie down, take a nap, meditate, do yoga, just something like calming. um You can it, you don't you don't have to be doing anything specific. The main thing is like they just don't be driving at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll start working as if the person was on my work table. So I'll use these various Reiki symbols to connect to them. And then I'll start, I'll feel their aura, feel their chakras, and then just kind of go in to see what needs healing. So, and I'll work for about like a half hour or so. I also do a tarot card pull hmm. um, before the treatment. And then after I'll tell them what I felt and then the tarot card information and then see, see how that goes. So, nice. That is very interesting. Sounds kind of wild, but... It's cool. I mean, when I first learned Reiki, I was in person. I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. But it took me a while to really wrap my head around the distance part. Mm-hmm. Um, but after doing it in class for the first time, I worked on my roommate because so we did a model. So she was at home and I was working on her and I felt like a lot going on in her throat. And I was like, after I was like, oh, like, what's going on with your throat? Like, I felt a lot there. And she was like, oh, I accidentally... Drank nail polish, and she said her throat hurt really badly, and then said it felt fine after. So I was like, "Cool." So that's cool. interesting. I don't know why she did that, but like, I'm what?
0: just like, I have so <laughs> many questions. But now is not the, I time. the questions
1: too. I didn't like press that, but I'm just like, okay.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So yeah, so many, so many helpful things. Um, I think that. I asked all the questions that I had. As I said, I was very much going into a into this as a virgin myself to the whole steaming process. So I think that we have yeah, we've covered everything. And again, knowing that if it doesn't work out in the steaming realm, you can use it as a bath. That I love taking baths and I'm definitely gonna, I want to check this out. So thank you so much for sharing, (laughs) for sure. And again, you can find uh, Trisha at safe slut on Instagram and we'll link her Instagram account and your website so that if somebody is interested in your services, they can easily find you. Awesome,
1: thank you. Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.